Hi, this is Kimberly Chalmers with the Be Well and Be You podcast, where I talk about everything to do with our health, our well-being, and ultimately how we can live our most vibrant life. And today I have titled this podcast, Four Key Steps When Faced with a Big Life Lesson. And of course, as always, my podcasts relate to my life because I feel like if I'm going through something very likely other people are also facing this. So I love to share some of my tips, some of the things that I have implemented in order for my life to flow a little, a little more easily, not always easily, but you know what I'm saying? So four key steps when faced with a big life lesson. So my question is, have you ever felt like you keep getting the same life lesson over and over and over again? And that is totally me right now. My giant lesson for this year is using my voice. In fact, I'm pretty sure my word for the year is just going to be voice. And honestly, I am a peacekeeper. I prefer to keep the peace. I just want to forget about any issue or anything. I just want to move forward. And actually it's really easy for me to forget until I reread my journal or until somebody reminds me or whatnot. So I tend to be that kind of person. And yet I know that this is where I end up getting stuck in my life. This is where I then hold things in and let things slide. And then it impacts a lot of my life. It impacts my physical well-being, my, you know, my emotional well-being and so on. So this was my most recent lesson with using my voice. So I was in charge of making food decisions for a fundraiser, fundraiser for my littlest. Now don't ask me how I got put in charge because food is something I enjoy to eat, but I'm not necessarily the best person as far as you know, uh, cooking and whatnot. Anyways, so I'm in charge of this fundraiser, uh, the food, food making decisions for this fundraiser. The fundraiser was a huge success. We raised lots of money for our daughter's forest school, which is super awesome. So we'd hired a caterer to prepare the food in advance for our charcuterie table so that we could then simply, you know, it comes in, it's all prepped. And we then put the food out on this giant table. And so it was all set out, plans were in motion. We were excited to receive the food on the day of the event. Well, we opened the bags of food and gasped, like honest to goodness, kind of heart stopping. <laughs> the food's not prepared. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The food isn't prepared. It's here, but now we have to prepare this before we can even get it out into the table. So we spent the better part of the next three years prepping and getting it all ready. And it was a total hustle and total madhouse for those you know, precious moments before the guests arrived. And we weren't even fully ready when they arrived. So it was, you know, mock two with our hair on fire, so to speak. The most, um, most of the evening, you know, we just continued to prep the food and continue to put it out and whatnot. And it, it, you know, the majority of people probably didn't even notice what happened. So the event happened. All was well. I flopped into bed at 2 a.m. that night and I woke up the next morning feeling actually hungover, even though I hadn't had anything to drink. But I think I totally dehydrated myself that, that evening because I just was 
on the go. So note to self, drink water, stay hydrated when you're in the midst of any kind of situation, right? Anything where we're working lots, hydration is going to help our mental clarity. It's going to help us with energy. And of course, the next day, it's going to help us with feeling better. In fact, little side note, this is actually why a big piece of why if you drink too much alcohol the night before, if you're not hydrated, your whole body is just totally beat up and exhausted and you have headaches. So great. Anyways. Okay. So I realized when I woke up that morning that, oh shit, I'm the person that has to communicate now with this caterer that things didn't happen the way that they were supposed to happen. I don't like ruffling feathers. I don't like stirring the pot. I'd rather forget it all happened in the first place and just move on. Anybody else feel like this? Anybody else <laughs> prefer to just move on, pretend it didn't happen, tidy up the mess, and then just continue on and not communicate what's up for you? So there were a few things that I did to get ready for this conversation because it had to happen. And it was one of those things that I just couldn't put off. This affected our whole team. It didn't just affect me. And I also knew that this was a key part of my life lesson, that I'm right in the midst of a season where I know using my voice is essential. So whether you're in the midst of using your voice as well, and this is a life lesson for you, or whether you're in the midst of any life lesson, there's four key steps that you can take in order for yourself to be in the right space in order to move forward. So first thing is feel the feelings. We got to feel them. You know, I was frustrated. I was annoyed. I was irritated. I felt it all. And then I got grounded. And it's really essential to do both of those things. It's essential to feel what we're feeling and not ignore it, not pretend like it didn't happen, you know, not pretend like, oh, I'm just positive and everything and all is well. That doesn't help, right? Because the, the feelings are going to be, they're going to, they're going to be in our body. So it's really essential to feel that. Notice where you feel that in your body and then get grounded, like literally plant your feet on the ground. And you can even do something like imagining that your feet have roots and they're going right into the earth and you're just completely grounded. You're completely connected. You're strong and you're flexible, right? You're not immovable. So I, I often like to think of a willow tree because willow trees have incredible root systems and they're often anchored on, you know, edges and cliff faces and whatnot. And their, their um, leaves and branches are amazing because they're just, they flow with the wind. So there's incredible strength in that movability, in that flexibility. So this is a great visual. If you're a visual person to just get yourself in that imagine imagination of you're just like that willow tree, you're really grounded, really anchored, and yet you are flexible. The next thing is deep breaths, <sighs> deep breaths in and out, breathing in and out slowly for as long as you possibly can. So there's lots of different methods, you know, breathe in for four, breathe out for four, whatever it is that works for you. What I find helps, especially if you're in a place of feeling a little anxious or, you know, in our situation where we're running, 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 getting all the food out, taking, taking an inhale and then 
exhaling as long as you can. And then at the point of, I can't exhale anymore, breathe out some more, like just get it all, all out. So that when you take your next exhale, you can take a really, really deep inhale. And then again, allowing that to flow out and just repeating this until you actually feel that calmness, until you actually feel centered. And this completely calms your nervous system and allows you to get some perspective. Like, cause oftentimes we're so, our mind is all over the place. Our feelings are big and we, we can lose total perspective. We can almost get outside of our body into the drama, into the story. This allows us to come into our body, allows us to be present and allows us to gain some perspective on the situation. The third key step is imagine how you want to be. So let's just say you're in a situation like me where I know I'm in, I'm going to be encountering um, a conversation or I'm going to be in a meeting or I'm going to be going to some event or I'm going to be whatever it may be. I will often write an intention first. And this is around how I'm going to be in the situation, not what I'm going to do, not what I'm going to say. Yes, I might write out, you know, as for this situation, I wrote out some of the details because I wanted to be clear with this person. I wanted to articulate, you know, in such a way so that she moving forward might understand what steps she missed. But more importantly, it was about my intention of how I'm going to show up, how I'm going to be. So when we write an intention of I am, you know, we start with I am. So you, you might want to say something like, I am grounded, I am rooted, I am compassionate, I am clear, I am articulate, whatever it is, this is your, your place of being. This is who you are being in the moment, regardless of what you're going to do or what you're going to say. And what's key in an intention is it is all about you. It's not about the other person because ultimately we can never control that other person, right? So it's totally a hundred percent about how you are going to show up regardless of the outcome, regardless of the other person's response. The fourth key step is to trust. And for some of you, this might be challenging, but to trust that this is for your learning and your growth. And it's exactly the lesson that you're meant to learn in this now moment. And this may be totally challenging and that's okay. What I want you to do, if it is like, I just can't trust that. I want you to look at your life and look at how amazing, how beautiful, all these different things that happen that led you to different circumstances and cool outcomes and places you never imagined you'd get to. Like our, our lives are all evidence of our lessons and everything ultimately working out in favor of us. Really, when we come from that place of trusting that everything is for us, if this is for you, this is not against you. This is not in spite of you. This is for you, no matter what trauma, no matter what situation, no matter what craziness, what challenge um, I've had all manner of that myself in my life. And lots of things where I could have stayed a victim and could have said, oh, woe is me and I can't move on and whatever the story is, right? And yet when I come from the place of I am trusting this is for me, even though in the midst of this, this is 
it feels rotten. It feels terrible. You know, I, I might be, there might be relationships that are being lost or changed. There might be all manner of things. When we come from that place of just trusting, this is for me. It's incredible what will then begin to take place? What will then transpire? What will then you attract in the midst of those circumstances? And it, it actually becomes a great place of healing. It becomes a great place of, of growth. So that's our fourth one. I'm going to give you a bonus one because I feel like sometimes it's really easy for our whole bodies or whole systems to kind of flinch up when we're faced with some kind of a life lesson, especially if it's not a lesson that we really want to embrace right now. And typically the life lessons are that way. Um, This is just to move your body, shake it out, dance, walk, do your yoga. You know, some people love bodybuilding, weightlifting, whatnot, whatever it is for you that just helps you to just get that energy in your body moving and unstuck, do it. The more we can do that, the better. Sometimes I'll just like stretch, you know, or I'll literally just shake, shake, shake my body. So all of these steps can make a real big difference in your ability to embrace what you're going through and really allow you to be in the midst of your life lesson with grace and ease versus total and complete frustration and chaos and, you know, getting stuck in old patterns and repeating and caring. And trust me, if you do find that your things are repeating, you know, you know, unhealthy relationship patterns are repeating and, you know, all these manner of things that, you know, you keep getting let go from job after job after job or, or whatever it is. This is, this is your life lesson. This is for you to learn. This is literally a gift for you to be able to begin to get grounded and really decide how you're going to be decide how you're going to be in this, in this life and trusting that this is all for you will make a massive, massive difference for you. So in conclusion with the story with my caterer, I used my voice. I got grounded. I breathed. I wrote an intention and I trusted that this conversation with the caterer was an important step step in my growth journey. This was for me. And this was a gift for me to step into. So I spoke with her. I articulated the concerns of our committee. She apologized. She partially accepted responsibility. I wished her well, thought we were just going to go on our way. And sure enough, she messaged me later with a declaration that she had gone above and beyond and that she was demanding pay by 3 p.m. that day, the completion of her pay. I had already told her we would honor our word. We would pay her. But I'm guessing that after a little time to think, she was no longer accepting responsibility for her actions. So this is a big part of why getting grounded, writing an intention is so key. We don't get to know or control how somebody else is going to respond or behave. The only person we can control is ourselves, right? So I was clear in my mind that I didn't need her to accept responsibility in order for me to be okay. I simply needed to declare my truth and the truth for our committee and and the, the things that this other person's action had caused. And I needed to do so in a compassionate and articulate way. And I did that. And I am grateful for this lesson. And of course, you know, 
it's clear we wouldn't hire this person again. There's lots of things that we'll put in place prior to hiring a caterer in the next time. You know, all these things are really good, really, really good, good life lessons. But her response was not necessary for my growth. It wasn't even secondary for my growth. It didn't even rank. That's her journey, period. So my question to you today is, what life lesson are you facing right now where some attention to these key steps would enhance your journey, would shift your perspective, would allow you to move forward in a new way. And just trust me, if you're doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same results over and over again, you got to change it up. We have, we have to change up our, how we're being, we have to change up our come from, and we have to change up our actions in order for our lives to change. So I would just so love to hear from you. If there's anything today that has um, been something that you know is a way forward for you, that you know that you have a life lesson that you're here to learn, that you're stepping into, I, I just would so appreciate to hear from you. And if you've got other tips, other things to suggest, uh, please do share. Please do. You can find me on Instagram at Kimberly R. Chalmers. You can also find me on Facebook. And I just would so appreciate connecting with you. And I also do have a newsletter that comes out once a week. You can access that by going to KimberlyChalmers.com. And just when you get that first pop-up, put your email address in there and then you'll be added to my email list and you'll receive the weekly, the weekly um, newsletters where I give lots of tips. Usually it's a pared down version of the podcast as well. I often have different wellness uh, products and things to recommend for, for your overall health, your overall well being. So thank you so much for tuning in today and as well, be well and be you.